Today's episode of First Look ETF is brought to you by the New York Stock Exchange, the home of ETFs. To hear from experts across the ETF market, visit homeofetfs.com. NYSE has sponsored this production by ETF Guide LLC for illustrative, informational, and educational purposes only, without regard to any particular investor's objectives, financial situation, or circumstances. NYSE neither represents nor warrants the accuracy or correctness of any of the statements in the production, which has been independently assembled by ETF Guide LLC and with whom sole editorial control rests. NYSE makes no recommendation as to possible benefits from any securities or trading strategies, and this production is not a rec- recommendation, offer, or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or engage in any trading strategy. Prior to the execution of a purchase or sale of any security, you are advised to consult with your own advisors. This is First Look ETF. I'm Stephanie Stanton with ETF Guide. We are glad to have you with us. Coming up on today's program, how can you tap into the investment potential of alternative income strategies? We'll examine a new ETF that uses options contracts on Tesla. Plus, we'll dive into a new ETF designed to dampen stock market volatility while helping investors stay fully invested. And a newly launched, actively managed ETF targeting the corporate and mortgage bond market. But before we go any further, let's get a quick recap of new ETF launches. We've got Douglas Jonas, as always, joining us from the New York Stock Exchange. Hi, Douglas. It's good to see you. Hi, Stephanie. It's great to be wrapping November with you on the First Look program this month. Yeah. Um, Okay, let's start out. Give us the latest update on ETF launch activity as we round out the year here. Yeah, I mean, this year, as we've talked about all along, it's been super active. 395 ETFs launched year to date, 43 billion in assets. But November in particular was very busy. 39 ETFs launched with over a billion dollars in new assets. And the focus remains the same, right? Really large asset managers, as well as the mid-sized shops with very interesting opportunities for your portfolio. And they're launching ETFs. They're bringing all their greatest ideas right here to the New York Stock Exchange. Yeah, that is very impressive. Obviously, things not slowing down, even in light of some of the volatility that we've seen in the market. Um, What are some of the other notable trends in the ETF market that you're seeing right now? Yeah, I think this month's episode is a perfect representation of those trends, right? We have asset managers that have been managing money for a long time, and they're bringing all the themes you're hearing about in the news right here to ETFs at the New York Stock Exchange, ETFs that, that cover the inflationary environment we're in. ETFs that are that are handling volatility, ETFs that cover some of the unique thematics, ETFs for income, right? All the things we're hearing about in the news, those are all the various ETFs that are coming to market right now. Fantastic. Exciting stuff. Douglas, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Stephanie. I look forward to watching the rest of the show. Absolutely. And be sure to check out Douglas on our year-end special episode of First Look ETF. We will recap highlights of the ETF market in 2022 and also look ahead to what we can expect in 2023. 
And just a quick reminder that you can now watch First Look ETF on Amazon Fire TV and Roku. Be sure to check us out there. Also, we simulcast First Look ETF on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and other major podcasting platforms. Don't miss it. Stock market volatility never goes away, and it's something that investors are always concerned about. How can investors navigate stock market volatility while staying disciplined? Well, here to discuss a new ETF designed to dampen volatility is Bradley Roth, Managing Partner, CIO at Thor Financial Technologies. Hi, Brad. Welcome to First Look ETF. Hi, Stephanie. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So investors are always worried about market volatility. For context, please give us an update about stock market volatility these days and why investors are rightly concerned. Yeah, of course. I mean, other than the stock market, as we all know, being down for the year, there's a lot of concerns really underneath the surface when constructing a portfolio for investors. We see a lot of financial advisors today are using modern portfolio theory to you know, dev- uh, design portfolios based on certain risk tolerances for um, their, their clients. But <clears throat> really what they're doing is using um, historic volatility metrics like standard deviation to put these together. But what we've seen more recently is, let's look at SPY for example. You know, it's a staple in many of these portfolios. That's a historical standard deviation of around 15. And for much of the year, we've been over 30. Right? Even if we look at the fixed income side, historically we've been around 4% in, in terms of uh, standard deviation and risk, and this year we're, we're hovering around 8 So we're seeing double these volatility metrics and risk metrics inside of traditional portfolios, and investors really have a right to be concerned. So you guys have the Thor Low Volatility ETF. That ticker is THLV. Let's talk about the strategy behind that ETF. Tell us more about the strategy and some of your top holdings. Sure. Yeah. Well, the strategy really is designed exactly how it says it's designed, right? It's a large cap equity, low volatility ETF. It follows our index, which is the Thor Low Volatility Index. And really, there's three things that differentiate us from the other low volatility uh, space and funds out there. First is our rebalance schedule. We rebalance weekly in our ETF, and we do that for a reason. Uh, Most low volatility ETFs are using a large basket of equity securities, and they'll rebalance on an annual or semi-annual schedule based on what's recently been uh, low volatility or historical low volatility. We understand and know that markets can, in times of market stress, really get out of whack, as I just said, in terms of these risk metrics. So we want to be rebalancing on a more frequent weekly schedule that allows us to keep volatility at lower levels. The second thing is that we have the ability to get defensive. A lot of other low volatility strategies in our category don't have the ability to go to cash or get really defensive. And so when markets are really dislocating, we have an advantage to be able to get defensive and raise some cash in the portfolio. And really third and last thing that I think is unique about our strategy is that we're not holding large baskets of equity securities. We're actually a fund of funds. And so we're we're taking a sector approach to our strategy to really be invested in sectors that we think are going to continue to work not be invested in sectors that we think are going to go through volatility. And it allows us to be really nimble and agile over our shorter rebalance period. So how do you see THLV being deployed by investors and financial advisors inside a diversified portfolio? Well, we're already working with a lot of investors and a lot of uh, advisors right now. And the way that they're using us is really two ways. Either they're substituting us in with maybe their current low volatility holdings, taking an opportunity to maybe tax harvest some of the losses in their existing low volatility holding and and putting us in there as a substitute. But really where we're going to find the most use and where advisors are going to find the most use is a supplement to their core large cap equity exposure, right? 
they might be passive long only investors in SPY or DIA or some of the larger uh, large cap value uh, type plays. And if we can be that substitute for large cap um, and have the ability to be defensive and have the ability to be a little bit lower volatility in times of market stress, we can be a very, very good complement to a core large cap equity position. And we'll leave it there. Brad, thank you so much for joining us here on First Look ETF. It's good to see you. Yeah, it's great to see you as well, Stephanie. Thank you. Aggressive rate hikes by the Federal Reserve have reshaped markets for fixed income investors. How can you balance your income needs while minimizing risk? Well, here to discuss this and more is Ward Bortz, ETF Portfolio Manager at Angel Oak Capital. Hi, Ward. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Okay, it is no secret that 2022 has been a wake-up call for fixed-income investors. The U.S. bond market suffered its worst performance in almost five decades. What are some of the key investing takeaways from 2022? This is something we're, we're asked all the time, and we think it's a great question. So the, the first is, know what you own. So in 2022, investment-grade corporate bonds were down 20% at the lows and 15% right now. That's a lot more than a lot of the investors that we speak with expect to, to, uh, to lose in fixed income. Short-term bonds were down just 3.7%. So this year has shown more than any. You really got to understand what you own in your fixed income portfolio to make sure that you're positioned to, to really protect yourself. Uh, the other key thing is with, with this adversity that we've seen in 2022 comes great opportunity. So just as going into 2022, we think it's it was really important or it was shown to be really important uh, to know what you own. To capitalize on the huge opportunities that exist in the fixed income market now, it's the exact same thing. So people are calling for this to be the year of fixed income. There's the possibility for equity-like returns in certain components of the fixed income market. So again, try and allocate to those, those components where you think you can have the best opportunity going forward. Okay, so your ETF, the Angel Oak Income ETF, that ticker is Cary, C-A-R-Y. Let's talk about the strategy. Give us uh, some information about that and top holdings. Yeah, that's that's a, a great question. So we, uh, I, I spoke about the corporate bond marketplace, and oftentimes when fixed income investors uh, are getting exposure to the credit market, they're buying corporate bonds. We actually invest in a different type of credit security called securitized credit. These are mortgage bonds, credit card bonds, auto loans. These types of securitized corporate or securitized bonds. Uh, have significantly higher yields than the corporate bond market. We view this as a, a very unique opportunity. Within the portfolio, we tend to be allocated to investment-grade securities, but we'll also have high-yield securities as well. Yeah, it's interesting. You guys are looking for those sort of those unique uh, pockets. Um, yeah, how do you we're very then... differentiated versus other components of the market. Yeah, for sure. How do you see Carrie then being deployed by investors and financial advisors inside a diversified portfolio? 90% of ETF portfolios that we see will have no or very little exposure to securitized credit. Within mutual fund portfolios, most ma- most managers will have at least a component of the portfolio allocated to this, as you said, kind of unique portion of the market. And so we are effectively bringing that to the ETF market. So investors who are looking to take advantage of the opportunities that exist now within the fixed income market uh, really don't have very many options on the securitized credit side. And, and the way that we we can be utilized in a diversified portfolio is effectively being that option, effectively being an ETF that allocates to this this securitized market uh, for investors who really haven't had that opportunity in ETFs before. 
we've seen carry uh, double in size in its first two weeks. Um, our other ETF, Uyield, U-Y-L-D, has uh, quadrupled in size since it was launched about a month ago. And really, all of that success has been driven by uh, investors really kind of getting behind this story and the opportunity set going into 2023. Yeah, well, those sound like some pretty impressive gains. Ward, thank you so much for joining us here on First Look ETF. Awesome. Thank you. Aggressive interest rate hikes by the Federal Reserve has some income investors scrambling. So how can investors find alternative income sources beyond traditional dividend income and bond yields? Well, we are pleased to have Jay Pestricelli, CEO and founder at Zega Financial. Hi, Jay. It's great to see you. Stephanie, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the Federal Reserve's aggressive interest rate hikes have dramatically changed the landscape for income-oriented investors. What marketplace trends are you observing right now? Yeah, it's been a real tough go for those income-focused investors, right? Zero interest rates in 2020, 2021. Then you can't move to bonds this year because of all the volatility. And although now, hey, yields are at 4%, you'd think they're finally getting a break. But no, on a real basis against nominal, they're still losing money against inflation. And so they're really forced to look for alternatives uh, as opposed to traditional bonds or higher yielding stocks. They're looking at REITs, private REITs. We see money moving into those. And even now going into the option space to look to kind of harvest what's going on in in the equities market through options. Yeah. Now, what's what's interesting is you guys are betting on Tesla. Is it still attractive to investors despite the recent Twitter purchase and Elon Musk's debt load? You know, what's interesting is this fund actually isn't betting on a Tesla itself. It's capturing the volatile nature of an underlying like Tesla, right? So really, while yes, the fund itself benefits from Tesla going up, that's not the primary investment strategy here. Really, we look to harvest the higher volatility in Tesla to generate income right out of the option chain. Oh, okay. So that's interesting. So then on that note, let's talk a little bit more diving into the strategy behind the yield max Tesla Option Income Strategy ETF. And the ticker I want to let people know is TSLY. Yeah, so the the strategy is a covered call strategy. You know, covered calls are, you know, one of the first strategies that option investors begin to use for the uh, benefit of income, right? You sell calls to generate some income on top of larger, uh, longer holdings. Well, the idea here with the TSLY ETF is to be long Tesla, but sell near-term options, maybe five to 15% out of the money and capture weekly or monthly income from options selling. And the idea here is to generate what we like to say outsized uh, dividend yields, right? The name itself, Yield Max, leads us to believe that. And it's really the primary focus is to generate income through option selling. The target for these kinds of funds really can range, but it's all depending on really the underlying volatility of the ticker itself, in this case, TSLA, Tesla. And so when you could generate income by selling calls, you could look at ranges of, you know, it's not out of the question to generate yields in the, the range of, say, 40, 50, 60 percent per year just from harvesting volatility by selling short term calls. So on that note, then, how do you see TSLY being deployed by investors and financial advisors inside their overall diversified portfolio? Yeah, this is a great tool for that advisor or individual who likes to build a basket of ETFs 
they want to have some yield. And so swapping out even just say 10% of a portfolio with a TSLY kind of a holding that's generating higher yields, you could almost double yield. So if you're looking at 4%, you just throw in a slice at 10% that's generating a higher range, you could double your rate, you could double your dividend rate, right? So it's a really good tool for investors who don't want to take all the risk of the underlying. And let's face it, you have to be comfortable with the risk of the underlying when you're running a covered call strategy. Uh, so we know Tesla has volatility, so you have to be comfortable with that, but you could limit your exposure to that. The other thing about it is, you know, a lot of folks talk about the 60-40 model being dead. The last two years certainly have uh, supported that. So what do you do then? Well, add alternatives to your portfolio. Use this as a piece of your alternative alternative allocation, because really, essentially, that's what it is, right? Harvesting volatility is not a traditional investing strategy, but when you could generate yield on a on a holding like Tesla, you can add it and kind of diversify your portfolio. So now your primary means of growth is really option selling versus, say, stock or bond appreciation. And we're going to wrap it up there. Jay Pestricelli, thank you so much for stopping by. It's great to have you. Thank you. And that does it for today's episode of First Look ETF. If you enjoyed the show, tell us in the comments section below and by hitting the like button. A big thanks to all of our guests, along with Douglas Jonas at the New York Stock Exchange. Be sure to check out homeofetfs.com to learn more. And don't forget to watch our year-end special episode of First Look ETF. Douglas helps us recap highlights of the ETF market in 2022 and also gives us a look ahead to what we can expect in 2023. A final reminder, you can watch First Look ETF at Amazon Fire TV and Roku. Plus, you can listen to the podcast version of the show. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, and other major podcasting platforms. I'm Stephanie Stanton with ETF Guide. Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you next time. Today's episode of First Look ETF is brought to you by the New York Stock Exchange, the home of ETFs. To hear from experts across the ETF market, visit homeofetfs.com. NYSE has sponsored this production by ETF Guide LLC for illustrative, informational, and educational purposes only, without regard to any particular investor's objectives, financial situation, or circumstances. NYSE neither represents nor warrants the accuracy or correctness of any of the statements in the production, which has been independently assembled by ETF Guide LLC and with whom sole editorial control rests. NYSE makes no recommendation as to possible benefits from any securities or trading strategies, and this production is not a recommendation, offer, or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or engage in any trading strategy. Prior to the execution of a purchase or sale of any security, you are advised to consult with your own advisors.